0: Greetings brave adventurers and noble warriors and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your dungeon master. And I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. I'm going to keep the pre-episode announcements mercifully brief. I know that you don't want to listen to me any more than you have to. You want to get into the hilarity of the players' antics. But I will say, if you are just joining us, welcome. If you are just joining us, go back and listen to the episode called the beginning and work your way from there. Most recently, we put out a behind the screen campaign planning episode that was a week ago. And in that episode, I talk about what I'm planning in some future content for the campaign. As I've mentioned before, there is a Dungeon Master only group on our Facebook page, which is Knights and Nerds Podcast. And I put a question to the group for some feedback to help me plan out what the players might be encountering later on. So if you want some behind the scenes info and you don't mind some spoilers, then you can go to Facebook, join our dungeon master only group. We've had some pretty good feedback so far and I am looking forward to more of it and a shout out to the people who have given us reviews so far. I've been remiss in mentioning these names of people who've taken the time to go and leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, which I greatly appreciate. Some reviews I can't see because I can only see reviews from the users of the country that I am in. Other users of the same country, which is Canada. Finagled away to see reviews from the United States our neighbors to the south. Hey, everyone. So thank you to Sir Eskimo, uh, Ryan from Digital Men Audio. Another review from, I don't know if it's Savage Dean or Savage Dan or Savage Dane. I'm not quite sure what the correct pronunciation there is, but... Uh, thank you. And also user Sarah B's second attempt and SS Braille. Thank you guys as well. It is a huge help for us. The next non-campaign episode that comes out will be, should be, another Creating Villains episode. And if you listen to the last one, uh, I did one on bards not long ago. Was it long ago? I don't know. I have no concept of time anymore. But this one will be Creating Villains based on the details, the lore the subclasses for Barbarian in the Player's Handbook and Xanathar's Guide to Everything. What I'm doing with these episodes is using the information in the Player's Handbook and the supplementary books like Xanathar's Guide to Everything to generate ideas for enemies, and as what usually happens when you come up with an enemy, sometimes you hit on an idea that can form an entire adventure or perhaps an entire campaign. So in the next episode, we'll be looking at Barbarians. And I've got to say, the ideas that I found... Are pretty neat. In the meantime, if you feel like supporting our show, you can tell your friends about it. We always love to have new listeners. You can leave a rating or review. We appreciate that greatly. Or if you want to support the podcast in a different way, you can go to thingstimwrote.com books and check out some books that I wrote. They are eBooks. they are inexpensive, and they're also pretty good. Lastly, you might hear some background ambience. And that is courtesy of Tabletop Audio, an outstanding website that I highly recommend if you are part of any tabletop role-playing game. All right, that's it for the announcements. Now let's rejoin Candice, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna Whitehousing, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fablestable. So last time you guys successfully dealt with Martin's Thorn problem, and he gave you some gold. He also gave you a piece of parchment where you could write to him and it would show up in his office. Mm -hmm. A little magical piece of parchment. The eye parchment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the eye parchment. Thank Mm you. Um, You've got that, right? mm -hmm. And then you went back to your hideout and Elwyn gave you the rundown of all the various components that you're going to need to build this teleportation device to bring Kalira back. Uh, So you guys chose, in between episodes, basically, so I had time to prepare, that you were going to go underground, under the city, to find the ruins uh, from the old whatever was before, uh, whatever came before Pharaoh's Point, uh, where Elwyn buried the series of pillars uh, that keep the interplanar barrier in place. And in these pillars are embedded some gemstones and there's some uh magical inscriptions on these gems your job is to go down find a pillar and um copy out the inscriptions not to steal the gems no not to steal the well, gems. we'll see how it goes <laughs> <laughs>
1: we were given identical gems correct to copy the no i think onto? that's one of the
0: jobs
2: yeah we need to find gemstones mm-hmm. of similar quality to the existing ones. That's yeah, what I, I wrote we're down. We're
1: copying the ruins from the gemstones down
2: underneath. Yeah, we're copying... We need to copy the inscriptions, the, the runes that are on the gemstones, and then we need to find gemstones of similar quality. Ah.
0: Mm-hmm. Or just take ones that exist already. Okay, yeah. well... So this is still technically, I believe, the fourth day after Kalira's disappearance... It's sort of midday. What do you guys want to do?
3: Definitely prepare some items for this, since we know where we're going. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I already have some things. Uh, Does someone have like an ink and parchment?
2: I have. uh, Yeah, calligrapher's tools. You have okay,
3: and I have jeweler's tools and and stuff. So when we get down there, I should. Be able to identify the gems and uh, do anything on that side, kind of. Mm-hmm. Pry them loose, put them in my pocket, walk home with them, that <laughs> kind of thing. And then, uh, who can't see in the dark so good? Yeah,
4: I don't think I can particularly well, so.
3: Yeah, I, I've got superior dark vision, so I don't want the light. But other mm-hmm. people might want to make sure they, they're they taken care of. And I think it's just you.
4: How does one get some light around here?
3: Let's go to the general store and buy some
2: candles or
4: <laughs> I'll do that while everybody's Do you have like a napping
2: a pack? Like a, pa- a Dungeoneer's pack or something like that? That would have...
4: I have an Explorer's pack, yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah, don't that? have... Okay. have
2: torches, right? Yeah. I would think. let
3: say Most yes. Most of them do. Oh, I don't so yeah, see how you all can all explore without torches. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That
4: seems yeah. like a basic, yeah.
2: So, yeah, if okay, we've got I'm that good. kind of thing, then I think we're good. Just for my own sort of knowledge here, no one's ever been down there right except well i shouldn't say that because there's that that whole group that sort of protects it right Mm. have they been have they been down there or do they mostly just protect it from other people going down there
0: fathoms fighters yeah so they're they sort of guard this in between space between like the the sewers and the actual ruins i think people have been down there some independent thieves and, and plungers uh, managed to slip past them here and there. But they largely, like the numbers are so few that it's hard to know what's rumor and what's fact. People say, for the most part, thieves who go down there tend not to come back or they come back really weird. Like half crazy.
2: What I'm getting at is just that we do, so we don't know what's down there, essentially. We don't know if it's going to be some crazy labyrinth. I guess before we leave, can we ask Elwin about any
3: traps or obvious Mm -hmm. things to look out for when we go down? Or like Mm -hmm. a dungeon map?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Of sorts.
3: (laughs) He writes a lot of papers. Maybe one of his crazy notes that he plastered all over our walls is a map.
1: Oh, my shades. I don't know.
3: You were cleaning his stuff up. (laughs) Did you notice (laughs) any that on your shades?
0: He says the the entire journey underground is not something that really agreed with me. I'm not disposed to subterranean adventuring, so it was very unpleasant. And I spent a lot of the time down there um, bumping my head into things. Generally unpleasant. But uh, so unfortunately, I don't have a map. But I do recall there were a couple of a couple of things that we left down there. You know the Iron Guardians that I uh, the, those those constructs. You may have seen them around. Yep. You probably have heard that I created those, which I did. I did a great job. I left a prototype down there, of a of a bit more of a bulky one. So watch out for that.
2: Would it be uh, controlled by the same staff that controls the
0: others? It was before the staff of control, uh, but this one is just given the instructions to guard uh, sort of the upper levels of the ruins. It's it's a uh, it's a bit cumbersome and large. You can't miss it, but. I believe getting down there, the traps you'll run into will have been set by the Fathom's fighters to prevent anyone from going down there and to really dissuade people from trying. You'll have to watch out for those long before you get to one of the pillars.
3: Are all the pillars in the same room? Once we find it, we'll, we'll know they're
0: there? No, it's... Down there, it's like it's like a whole other city that that's partially collapsed in on itself. You're you're gonna have to sort of try to do your best to follow what paths there are. There's a passphrase that I made a sort of magic key that will raise the pillars up out of the ground uh, if you're close enough. And I think that following following those paths and trying to use the passphrase is your best bet for finding one of these pillars. You're going to have to give me a few minutes because I, I really don't remember what that passphrase is. And he sort of clutches his, his temples and he walks away. He's like, oh, don't remember, don't remember, don't remember.
2: As he's walking away, I just want to kind of ask, like, does he have any tips on maybe ways to deal with this Iron Guardian prototype that'll help us to not get dead by it?
0: Well, it's pretty good at tunneling and going through walls. But it's not very fast, so if you can keep ahead of it and stay out of sight long enough, you should be able to avoid it.
2: Okay, well, uh, I think it might be a good idea to maybe go talk to the Fathoms fighters. That seems like a pretty logical next step. Since these Do we have
3: of... permission to go down there?
2: Are we doing well, that's, this? That's like... what we can find out.
1: No one's able to give us permission, I think, because the queen slash ruler lady is gone. But yeah,
3: we're... it's normally forbidden, right? Yeah. so am not sure like
1: why we would, we would not Gotham's co- well, we, we would try to avoid them, correct?
2: I mean, they might let us down there. I mean, we could always just see. We could ask and see what they say. If they it. say no, then we're in the same position. We're going to have to sneak in anyway. So, But That's if they true. say
0: yes, then <laughs> we're in. We
1: need the pass
2: code still. From we need, yes, we do need the pass phrase.
0: Um, Spruce, Elwynn is struggling with this. Remembering the passphrase. Check back with me before you actually begin this in earnest, because you may be you may be uh, gone for more than a few days.
2: Where where is the sort of main entrance to this that I'm sure is heavily guarded? But where we could probably find these guys—that's
0: half the challenge, right? <laughs> There's no main entrance. They they keep opening new passageways, closing old ones. It's their their way of keeping people out.
4: So we don't have a general sense from those who like live in the city, like what the likelihood is they'll be receptive to us going down. Do we have like a general sense of this is like unlikely?
0: Well, they are enforcing the law. So they're very loyal to Kalira. Okay. So I think if, if you were to sort of level with them as, plead our case. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. So we got to track these guys down somehow though.
0: I will say this as the dungeon master. Spruce, I'm about to incept you with the knowledge that someone that you knew at the Warriors Alliance was talking about joining the Fathom's Fighters.
2: Well, guys, I might, I might know a guy who might know a thing.
0: He's a half-orc named Ketvar Kiaro. That guy. Say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Ketvar? What? Ketvar K- Kiaro. Ketvar Kiaro.
2: Good old Kit Kat.
4: <laughs> he loves that nickname.
1: <laughs> oh, you know him. <laughs> oh I
4: where you go. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm ruining this.
2: Um Yeah, we could go talk to the... well, I could go talk to this guy. See if he knows anything. Who are you going to talk to? Kit Kat. Kit Bar Kiaro. An old old buddy of mine from the Warriors Alliance. He had mentioned maybe joining the Fathom's Fighters. He might know something. I kind of had thought about um if we can find these guys, because if they are, they're guarding this out of loyalty to Kalira and the law, um, I do also have, I can pull military rank. Yeah. If that help, like if any of them are ex-military, which might help our case as well.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. You're the war monk, man. I think this is a good
2: yeah. connection. Yeah, I'm going to go find, uh, Ketvar. Does anyone want to come? I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, sure. it's probably, yeah. probably best if I talk to him alone, but, um... If y'all are bored i guess <laughs> or if there's something else maybe that you can we have to that... meet
3: back up anyways before like, right an exam, exactly but...
1: if some people want to stay back with him and if he remembers the passcode
2: either that or if there's any other supplies we might need i mean we might be down there a few days right mm-hmm. any kind of uh i don't know if we can is there like a shop in town where we can get healing potions or something like that that you know something like that might be a good idea
0: yeah totally
1: are you, you going by yourself? you, you guys want to go shopping. No,
3: I go. No. Yeah, I'm always up for that. And
1: I'm just saying, are you going by yourself to talk to him, or do you want someone who has a very high persuasion?
3: It's not like a secret
2: thing, right? It's, we can show up and... Yeah, go. I mean, sure.
1: I'm just saying, if you wanted to go talk to him, you could bring someone else along with you who, Yeah, definitely. if you start faltering on your persuasion, mm-hmm. might have a better chance.
2: I'm pretty unpersuasive. My charisma is bad,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so... I'm kind of hoping more for the buddy-buddy thing where he might just offer up some info without me having to be too persuasive. But yeah, wouldn't hurt to have a persuasive person with me.
1: All right, I'll go with you. All right. Buddy cop movie in the making.
2: <laughs> a high a high elf and a wood elf.
0: So Spruce and Fiance are going to go to the training grounds of the Warriors Alliance to track down Ketvar Kiaro, a.k.a. Kit Kat. The half orc fighter who was vocally vocalizing, talking, (laughs) (laughs) who was talking about joining the Fathoms fighters because he hated sunlight, I guess. The training grounds for the Warriors Alliance are comprised of several barracks, which house the hundreds of Alliance members. There are several armories, there's other storage buildings for food and supplies, Uh, there's a large temple for the members to to the various worshipings. There's a library for the study of history, philosophy, and of the arcane. And there's a large central field where fighters train uh, in their hand-to-hand combat, mounted combat, um, archery ranges, things like that. The training grounds was built according to the overarching philosophy of the, the Alliance itself, which was that the martial traditions had to be kept alive ...in case people did have to fight another war. Uh, And there were the iron constructs there to fight it for them. And the people of Pharaoh's Point would have to defend themselves. Uh, To that end, the training grounds were built to be defended if the city was ever attacked. Uh, There's a ten-foot-high circular stone wall that surrounds the training grounds... ...with one gatehouse, creating a choke point at the only entrance. Spruce, you also know that there's at least one tunnel... Uh, That's not generally known to the public that goes from underneath the barracks to a distant part of the city in case people taking refuge there ever had to escape. Now, as you walk through the streets and you're getting closer and closer to the to the training grounds, you are going to roll a perception check.
2: Twenty
0: three. Whoa, perceptive duo that you got rid of the dead weight. I'm just (laughs) going. No, son of a bitch. (laughs) You start to hear some very nervous talk. The closer you get to the training grounds, people are beginning to talk about that Agarand is trying to make his way below ground, and he's trying to send Iron Guardians underneath, but he doesn't, can't quite find the way in. Uh, The other thing that you hear uh, just before you see. ...is that Agarand gave an ultimatum to the people of the Warriors' Alliance... ...to basically join up with him, or be imprisoned. And that he had encircled the training grounds with a perimeter of Iron Guardians... ...to basically make sure that nobody got out. As you approach, you can see that this this ring around the training grounds is like... There's quite a few. There's quite a few of them there.
1: We may want to go back and get our friends. You mean the dead weight? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't say it. <laughs> I like to hide.
2: Let's go find the store. The store that they would be at. <laughs> Maybe pick them up and uh, all head over together, make some decisions. How to approach this.
0: So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about shopping. Let's talk about Ooh, let's talk yes. about what you what you wanna get. I heard healing potions was mentioned.
4: That seems like a solid idea.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do they usually run for? You're
1: not there. Yeah. You
0: go
2: we're going the we're going to meet them at the store. Presumably the supermarket. The cost the costco of <laughs> Pharaoh's Point, where we can get everything and in bulk.
4: So we're getting fifty healing potions
2: then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Check out this huge thing of salsa that I got. Twenty seven dollars.
3: A bag of holding worth of salsa. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ooh, that's my dream. That oh, would be all right.
3: Who knows how is that deep like it goes? an
2: infinite and infinite amount of salsa, basically?
3: <laughs> well, it, it's finite, but it's real big. <laughs> it's like what? What is it? Five hundred pounds. <laughs> Five hundred pounds <laughs> of salsa. Yes. Uh,
0: that'd be a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having no luck in the player's handbook finding what a healing potion costs.
3: Potion of healing, fifty gold. And that's a 2d4 plus 2 potion
0: Alright, so Spruce and Faye make their way back towards a Adventurers uh the Adventurers Wholesalers <laughs> Adventure Wholesale Club? The ad- mm-hmm. Thank you. The Adventurer Wholesale Club trademark Timothy's verbal signature. <laughs> you're going to give this sort of recollection of what you saw right after you do the important thing of, of buying stuff. So you, you're you wanting some healing potions? Yeah. Stock up on some healing potions. Was there anything else on that big list that you...
3: Yeah, if we were going to like an apothecary kind of thing, I would also inqu- inquire about a vial of acid.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, just mm-hmm. a little bit of acid. Mm-hmm. You never know. All right.
2: It's a thieves thing. Don't worry. Was there anything on that list that might come in handy against a giant... Iron robot type thing.
3: A bag of a thousand ball bearings? Got it. <laughs> it's going to turn into Home Alone. <laughs> I already have it. it. comes with the Burglar's Pack. A bag of ball bearings? A bag of a thousand ball bearings. Perfect against a giant lumbering golem.
2: We should each have some, some healing potions. That just makes sense. There's four of us. If we each take a few. Yeah, and we can buy it, buy it in bulk and maybe get a, a little wholesale discount from this wholesale club.
0: All right. So the the clerk has this oversized ledger that goes with this oversized gray mustache that he has, mm-hmm. and his his eyes are really obscured under these really big eyebrows. It's a very ridiculous looking man, but uh, he says, "Well." Gonna get into some trouble, eh? I remember my younger days. Got into some trouble myself.
4: Who's haggling?
0: No one's gonna ask me about that? Fine. I guess we'll just... just, (laughs) We'll just move right along.
4: Tell us about your...
0: No, you didn't ask quick enough. Oh,
4: fine.
1: Who cares? (laughs) Who (laughs) cares?
0: I feel like I have as interesting a backstory as any of you. <laughs> but now you'll never hear about it. Let's get on with this. Okay, eyebrows. Was the number of healing potions still eight that you were looking at?
2: I yeah. feel like at least that would be a
0: good... <laughs> They're expensive. I think that's good. Two each? Two each, sure. Yeah. Right. Eight. If you're buying eight, that does meet the bulk order qualifications. So he will do it 80 gold a pair of healing potions instead of 100.
1: Right. I've recently been told that spending money, it's better to spend less and get more stuff. So I would like to try and persuade you to sell it even cheaper.
0: Faye is just straight out saying <laughs> yeah. this to him <laughs> <laughs> Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs>
1: She's learning, okay? <laughs> 5 wait plus
0: 8 he says uh twirling his mustache he says oh i can see you're new at this but i'll 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 do 75 per pair instead of 80 how about that you seem yeah. yes. mm-hmm. you seem like you need a break <laughs> <laughs> and the acid yes i'm I, also looking for some acid And he says, I'll I'll throw in in two vials for 25. Great. And that way I can meet my quota for today.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're the calligrapher, right? When we get to needing to copy down the glyphs. Yep. You've got some materials for that. Um, And I've got my jeweler's tools. It does list a miner's pick on here. And we are going underground. Can I get one of those?
0: They list at two gold. They're not
3: like a very fancy (laughs) item, but.
0: Yeah. I would assume that being a a deep gnome, you would have already had one.
3: I picked up like a rock hammer, but I just want to make sure that I have one. I'm trying to begin. I think I might
2: have one in my Dungeoneer's pack. Yeah? I can't remember if it said it or not.
3: It comes with like a hammer, but. No pick? No pick.
2: I'm just buying a pick just to make sure. kind of a second rate Dungeoneer's pack is this? I know.
0: This is like this is this sort of stores the opposite of real life. Like, if somebody goes into a home of hardware and buys like an axe, a bunch of garbage bags, <laughs> a tarps, and some you're like calling the police. This in D and D, it's like, oh, you're just an adventurer. Yeah. <laughs> Godspeed to you. Yeah. I guess in this
3: city it would be like if I was buying a bunch of empty vials and like weird potion regents, it'd be like. This guy might be making his own new life. I'm mm-hmm. going to let the guards know about his shifty business.
0: All right, so you guys exit the Adventurers Wholesalers Club, and I believe there needs to be some enlightenment happening.
2: Faye and I, we got to the Warriors Alliance, and uh, as it turns out, we sort of overheard uh, some some nervous speak about how Agarand sort of gave them an ultimatum either to join him or uh, be imprisoned. And the entire training facility was encircled by the Iron Guardians. It's not looking like it's going to be easy to get in there and try and find our buddy Kit Kat.
3: Well, definitely not through the front.
2: No. This is this is going to take some, some work. Now, I do happen to know about uh, a, a not very well-known tunnel that goes under the barracks, correct?
0: Mm -hmm. yes i
2: I asked the dm (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right um is the barracks within the the part that's encircled yeah okay so there is potentially a way for us to get inside um without having to go through these guys uh that being said wouldn't wouldn't the people at least some of the guys inside know about this tunnel and have tried to escape by now Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So that might not be But what you what you're but
3: saying is there's a tunnel route that's not very well known into the training grounds. Yes. And from there we can find your friend if if
2: we can get in. Yeah.
3: Well, the thieves' guilds, you know, we have a good relationship with them. Because I'm the, sure we could purchase that information.
2: The only other option really is to go through the Iron Guardians and there are lots no,
3: I mean I don't want to abuse the eye parchment, but I'm sure we could, you know, ask a quick question and with the right amount of gold we can you can buy anything. Would it would it be abusive to write that on the eye, eye parchment? I don't really exactly know how this works. Is it like one
0: page and then I can't erase things? And <laughs> once it's full, like I'm screwed. When you were in Martin's office you saw that it's it's temporary. It's not a, a permanent mark that you make.
3: Oh, okay. So... It's
2: like yeah, Tom Riddle's diary.
3: It fades. So I, I write a request to purchase information concerning a uh, tunnel <laughs> entrance into the training grounds.
2: Oh, well, I know where the tunnel is, right? Yeah. yeah. I know no, where it
3: I, I thought you just knew of it. No, no, no. I know where it is. So you So you know how to get in then?
2: I know a potential entrance. I mean, if it hasn't been compromised... I guess we could just go check it out.
3: Yeah. Do we have to check back with Elwynn before we go?
2: Not yet. I don't think it's been long enough. He said to kind of go talk to to Buddy first and then Mm -hmm. come back.
0: So you guys make your way through the city. And this, where the tunnel comes out is really on sort of the outskirts of the city. And as you're walking, you see some familiar sights of people being sort of subdued by Iron Guardians after they're acting up as a result of, of new life. Uh, that sort of thing is is almost commonplace now, seeing it more and more every day. But when you get to where this tunnel comes out, you see several Iron Guardians that are just standing around it, as if they're just waiting for someone to come out.
2: Well, looks like it's been discovered, so... <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: It's still, I guess, less Iron Guardians... There's only two. ...than the other way?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe we can distract them?
0: Well, there might be a in? good time to sneak by them.
2: I don't know. I'm not sure. There's two, just two of them, or is there more than two?
0: There's four that you can see, and they're basically standing on top of what what amounts to like a sewer grate.
1: Invisibility says whatever I'm carrying is invisible as well. If I'm carrying another creature, oh, does it become invisible?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I would give it a pass if it was, like, a mouse familiar or something like that, or, like, a small rodent, but...
1: Put anything on my body, though, and that I'm carrying.
3: We're not going to climb all on you like <laughs> a trapeze artist. <laughs> and then I was
1: just going to see if
3: I
0: could carry him. Walk through in one big coat. You put Gilladob in a baby Bjorn and...
3: <laughs> I was just going to carry Spruce and get us in. cute. Well, I mean, it, seeing that it's blocked up, uh, it's at least worth a try to contact the guild mm-hmm. and see if they have any information about a different route. Yep. Might as well. Just in case the, the dungeon master wants to be like, oh yeah, they, they know where to go. You know, mm-hmm. you pay for it. No problem. Sometimes things are easy, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. I Parchment comes out. You scribble a note to Martin and you wait. Um, around the corner from uh, from these iron sentries, and uh, a few minutes later, you get a scribbled reply. Iron Guardian secured tunnel immediately. Must have been informed by someone. Most of the Warriors' Alliance still in the training grounds. Have heard second-in-command to Shigar, Stoneskin is outside of the training grounds. Comma, so says my information. Cordially, Martin. Spruce, you know this as uh, a high elf battlemaster named Alasha. And she fights with a rapier, and she's pretty good. Would I know where to find her? Uh, another message comes through on the parchment, giving you an approximate location where uh, Martin says that his sources say that she's hiding out. Let's go there. Well, let's do some legwork, yeah. You guys end up approaching this tavern that is incredibly boisterous. Uh it's it's a much more rundown place than Faye would like. Um and Spruce, you think that Alasha would be hiding here because it's the exact sort of place that she would never choose to go willingly? Like she's very sort of very much like Faye, only um much more severe. And so this place is, is really out of her comfort zone. And you, after sort of taking the measure of this place from outside, you you can sort of see, like, one silhouette in a, in a window on the second floor that's sort of taking very careful note of people passing by. And you figure that's that's probably her.
2: Let's go in. Place is
1: gross. I'll wait outside.
0: Uh, so you guys make your way up this uh, decaying flight of, of wooden stairs as the tavern patrons just... Ignore you and focus on this bard who is really just playing the most obnoxious covers. And uh, you, who, who's taking the lead here? I guess I was
2: Spruce Will. Do I know her personally? Like from my time in the Warriors Alliance?
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. So she's, she's like in a, in like one of the, the rooms of like the actual like inn.
2: Uh, I feel like if I knock, she just won't answer, you know, if she's kind of hiding out. Could maybe slip a note under the door. Spruce, are you thinking about finding
3: her room? Are you figuring that she's got a room here? We'll just, hmm? like, if, if if you've just found out that she is has, like, a private room here. Yeah. I'm assuming there the rooms are, like, in an, an area, like, down a hall or whatever. Yeah. So we'll just go and we'll start opening doors. Just barge in?
2: I'll just pick the lock and we'll open it up. Well, you, she might attack you. She's probably yeah. not, she's probably, right. Don't worry about it. I guess. Just relax. We might be better off just knocking then, I We'll, guess. we'll do that can, first. We, I mean, do we think based on which, like when we looked from the outside, we could see her in the window. Can't we sort of discern which room she would be in?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can.
2: Okay. So I want to just go up to that room and I, I'll just slip a note under the door, like quick knock and slip a note under the door so she knows it's me. And that way she's not surprised or anything.
3: Fine. Do it your way.
0: And where, where are uh, Gilladob and white Whitehousing standing as this happens?
4: I think I'll stand off, like in the hallway, like to the side of the door, so she doesn't like freak out if she sees three people.
3: I'll just stand beside Spruce, <laughs> with my <laughs> little
0: arms crossed. So Spruce, you knock, and then bend down to put this note under the door, and this jumbo-sized crossbow bolt comes through the door over your head and sticks into the wall across the way and then the door swings open and you see a familiar face of a of a uh, dwarf fighter that you know from the guild he looks at you Spruce I almost took your head off yeah yeah thanks and his name is something that I wrote down here hang on a sec uh so you know this dwarf he's a pretty uh bordering on barbarian in in terms of his fighting style his name's Bernie Bernie nice
4: (laughs) what's his full name
0: Bernie burm <laughs> Sorry.
3: <laughs> Is it a known clan? It would have to be, I guess. Well, like a popular one, like, ba- like a commonly known? Oh, no. It's pretty uncommon. Okay. Because the Fable-Stabbles are quite an established family oh. in, in
0: the Gnome, you know, but... No, the Bermberms would love to be on par with the Fabble stabbles <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He opens the door, and he, he like, waves you inside. He's like, get, get in before somebody sees you.
2: I walk in. Yeah, they're with me. They're with me. They need to come.
0: And you see uh, Alasha on the other side of the room. She's got her rapier halfway out of the scabbard, but she sees you, and she uh, she relaxes.
2: Hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Long time no see. Question. Have you heard from... Uh... <laughs> I can never remember his name. We're looking for Ketvar... I'm gonna try and keep this short and sweet rather than like we'll just skip over the pleasantries, but we're looking for Ketvar. We need to ask him about the Fathoms fighters. Do you know if he's stuck in the uh the training grounds?
0: She takes her hand off of the hilt of her sword and she she sits back down and she's like, I was I was just on the cusp of deciding whether to fight or to jump out of this window. So I've just been waiting for
3: I wouldn't jump out of windows, it doesn't go so well.
0: <laughs> She says, Well, I've never done it. But uh
3: <laughs> Just remembering the last guy who jumped out and I put him to sleep and uh didn't land very softly.
0: She says, That sounds very unpleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Story for another time. Oh uh, agreed. Ketvar. You mean Kit Kat, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. right, yes. <laughs> Ketvar. Uh yes, no, he's not in there. He he left to join the Fathom's Fighters before this madness started. But I do know that he received a clue, instructions on how to find them, that he was muttering to himself. And I believe he wrote it down in his journal. And his personal effects are still there.
2: Son of a bitch. We need to get those effects. We went to the the tunnel entrance and it was guarded by these Iron Guardians. Would you happen to know any way that we might be able to get in there?
0: She says, well, let me ask you a question. Have you learned to fly since I last saw you? No. I'm afraid I don't know how to approach this. Short of fighting our way through, I didn't even escape from this imprisonment that they've engineered. I wish I was still in there. It's my duty in Shigar's absence to be leading our alliance, and I am currently in dereliction of my duty i need to get back in so that when shigar comes back i know that he's out there somewhere trying to sow the seeds of rebellion against agarand and we need to be armed and ready when when the time comes and they've taken all of our weapons out of curiosity how did you get out i was outside of the battlegrounds going to uh, to visit a another temple While I was gone, the Iron Guardian showed up and I was simply stuck outside. And I went and investigated the tunnel as well, they knew about it immediately. I feel like there's some sort of informant working against us.
3: Yeah, I'm not too sure what the plan is here, but either way, we're gonna have to do it at night, I bet. I mean, it's been a bit, we could always go back and talk with Elwyn and see what he's thought up since last we left him. Maybe he's actually remembered the damn phrase.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna help us a whole lot right now, but obviously we need to know it still. So we we'll go bring your friends along. Here's the other thing. So now there's six of us, right? There is still that other entrance. There's still that tunnel where there's four Iron Guardians. There are now six of us. Between six of us, we might be able to take four Iron Guardians.
3: But even if we took them out, wouldn't it alert everyone else that someone broke into the tunnels? Like...
2: Maybe, but if we do it late at night, it might give us enough time to get in, get what we need, and get out before anything happens. You said you went to the entrance as well, to the tunnel. From what we saw, there were four Iron Guardians. I don't know, does that seem like a more feasible entry point than <laughs> flying in? Because I don't know, I, I. it doesn't seem like getting past the enormous ring of Iron Guardians is doable. But getting past four might be.
0: If, if it was just those four, yes, but um, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, th- more went into the tunnel. Son of a bitch.
3: (laughs) I think it would be a good idea to go and regroup back at our base. That way, I mean, she's hiding out anyways. So let's make your friends safe. There's no scrying. We have scrying protection back at the base.
2: Sure.
3: And at least then we can all discuss it.
2: On the way out, (laughs) we'll introduce (laughs) Faye. (laughs) On the
1: way down, you guys hear a loot getting smashed (laughs) while somebody screams bloody murder.
3: Did you hear the shitty covers from outside? Yes. Svea has
1: gone insane while well, you guys sat there discussing, things <laughs> and went in and smashed the bard's loot <laughs> over his head. Way to keep a low profile.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: This bard gets in your face about the smashed loot and Bernie just goes up and punches him right in the face and he says, you're not an artist. That's it for our show this week, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We hope that you're enjoying this and we hope that you'll follow us on Facebook, which is Knights and Nerds Podcast, on Twitter and Instagram at Knights and Nerds. if you want, you can get in touch with us by email, knights and Podcast at gmail.com. Now let's let the outro music take it away, because it's so epic, like dun 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 dun
1: dun dun.